Welcome to Out Loud in the Download. I'm your host, Moko, and today I'm joined by my good friend and co-host, Loco. We bring you episode two on observing social distancing in Kenya. Let's get right to it. <laughs> well, what I'd say about observing social distance in Kenya, um, I'd have to first start with what is social distancing, which is, you know, the basic observance of a considerable distance between yourself and another person preferably one meter which is three feet between you and the next person so observing social distance in kenya we've seen um examples of the observance in supermarkets and you know like in supermarkets you'll find little stickers or like really big stickers on the ground indicating the much distance that should be between yourself and the customer in front of you and the customer behind you so this this has actually made me enjoy going to the supermarket a lot because <laughs> i feel like there's a lot of safety now cuz you you know like you can see the customer ahead of you there's not much of brushing of shoulders or brushing of you know the the trolleys the usual confusion which you know happens in the supermarket you know like in the past i don't know if this was a common trend or a common um ideology whereby we all used to think that the closer we are huddled to one another on the on the queue to the to the um, to the cashier at the supermarket meant that the faster you'll be served but now i feel like the service is even more efficient yeah sure you take much longer when you're in the supermarket but then again there's that space to yourself as a customer and space to the other customer as well there's that mutual respect which i really really value i hope this actually remains even after covid ends but we never know so when talking about observing social distance in kenya you know it's it's not just something that you as a citizen are mandated to do or obligated to do i'd say that the government also has a role to play in ensuring that social distance is maintained or complied with in the society when looking at some of the problems that could hamper or you know affect the success of social distance observance of social distance in kenya i'd say the root instigator would be the government or normally what we call as uh, the protagonist in observance of social distance in Kenya I'd say is the government and its agents where you find that um in in trying to observe in social distance in you find in one way or another there are situations that the actions by the government tend to override or um kind of cancel out the good that has been done through observance of social distancing but yes those are my basic thoughts on observation of social distance in Kenya i definitely resonate with your statement of observing social distancing in the supermarkets uh trust me i used to hate brushing past people all the time you know it's like we are all crowded in one space and it also reminds me of a tweet early on um around march <laughs> it was about how women a part of us is actually relieved because the inappropriate touching that we usually get 
from people when you're in town doing your business and then someone just touches you know now that you're observing social distancing at least like thank god personal space but then it's sad at the same time okay moving on um i'd like to talk about the masks that we have you know as you said that the government and the and its agents are the protagonists in this whole situation the thing that they're supposed to provide for us um access to basic uh safety measures the masks the gloves you know are they supposed to be available in the supermarkets um the different types of masks that we have you know such things let's talk more about that because personally i don't know each and every single type of mask <laughs> Um uh, you've just reminded me of something when you talked about how observing social distance in the supermarkets or even in the streets is really or has rather been very beneficial to women and I'd agree that it's such an advantage because I I I feel like when you talk about how women you know struggle with being grappled in the public places markets tiny vichochoros and all that we tend not to you know speak so much about this but right now with the social distancing i feel like we're having such a it's such a safe space and i remember a video that was doing rounds where this woman was smacking the living daylights out of this particular dude who had the audacity to try and squeeze himself between the cashier's counter and the ladies behind and this lady was not having any of it she just turned and slapped the shit out of him and i was like yeah <laughs> that was rightfully so but um i feel like it's it's really a good thing for the woman it's really really a good thing for the woman now on masks and the type of masks that we are having in the in the market currently circulating I'd say that you know we have we have three types of masks in the society right now. We have the surgical masks and then we have the respiratory masks and then we have the ankara masks. So when you're looking at the surgical masks, these are the the ones that are blue on the outside and white on the inside. So the blue part is supposed to be on the outside so that it acts as a sieve for any germs that are circulating in the atmosphere. Then we have the respiratory masks which are the FFP. We have 1 2 3 and the third one is the most efficient. I remember there's a time right when um the country the government announced about the COVID pandemic they actually stated that health workers are the only ones who are supposed to have such masks. But right now I can see them you know in the in the marketplace when you enter chemists or any shop that of um sells beauty stuff you'll find you'll find such masks there then you have the ankara masks which are basically just fashionable <laughs> and which you can really see a lot of people wearing around here now the standard price for most of these masks is for the standard surgical masks they go for roughly around 80 bob to 90 bob depending on where you're buying and then you have the respiratory masks i'm not so sure about their price but they're considerably more expensive then you have the ankara masks which go for 
100 shillings to 135 that's like the really um, ordinary ordinary mask ankara mask not you know that they're also now the really really fashionable masks that we have seen out here so when you're looking at the efficacy of some of these masks the standard surgical mask and the respiratory masks are the most efficient and are the ones that we are supposed to be using currently however looking at the current economic um, situation that we're in you find that kenyans would opt for the ankara mask which is a hundred bob you get it once you wash you dry you wear the next day and you're good to go but you know with a standard surgical mask you you can't repeat it you wear it once you toss it in the bin and that's it so for me i'd say like the government should have availed some of these masks but it hasn't and i remember one time i was looking at the statistics and that time we had Nairobi was leading with distribution of masks and then we had county like Kakamega which was second in them which was very commendable on distribution of masks but then again we've also had um of the government saying that it's coming up with uh, factories where they'll be producing this masks and distributing them and it will also you know increase job opportunities for the youth but then Unfortunately, I'm not sure on how successful this has been, but we have had an influx in mask or masks availability within the market, which is a good thing. However, I feel like the government should have done more in availing them or even standardizing the price because buying a mask for 100 shillings and more is a bit on the high end, especially considering the current economic climate that we're in. Aside from all the technical terms that I've just referred to, I'd want to have us engage in the introvert and extrovert dilemma that is currently also affecting the society and what are your thoughts on, you know, how the introvert and the extrovert in this current climate is handling the overall situation? The introvert versus extrovert dilemma. Don 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 Yeah, that's how it definitely sounds inside my head. So, first of all, I'd say it's a personal experience. <laughs> We are all experiencing this in our homes, the isolation, the social distancing, the curfew, the stress, the frustration that comes with it. And how do you deal with it as an introvert? How do I deal with all this? However, customized it is to me i'd say it's more of a mental battle the transition from a social world to an isolated world you know uh, a part of me enjoys this introvert bubble it's like oh my god it could last forever i'd be so happy because <laughs> it's been a dream but then a part of me find okay the extrovert extrovert part of me just finds itself in the supermarket thinking inside her head she's like if only i could just take that one step closer to the person next to me maybe just maybe i'll feel human again but i've become aware that we do need human interaction there are moments whereby you find yourself you actually miss people you miss the outside <laughs> 
And it's just like how to interact with people. So that's that's the huge dilemma inside your head. Like, what's the mental implication to you as a person? Wow, Moko. I'm just now actually feeling them and going through those motions. Because initially I was like, I love my bubble. I want to stay in my bubble. But now, hey, hey, I want to see the sunshine. I want to go out there, jump into a matatu, move from place to place, use a motorbike. Like, I miss the energy, the vibrance of life outside the four walls of my house. I certainly miss interaction with people. And that's a real dilemma for me because I'm an introvert and I have always wanted to be in my space but now it's just becoming too much you know how we're normally told sometimes too much of everything can be hazardous that's not verbatim but you get what I'm trying to say but yeah I totally resonate with you about the mental implications now on top of that I'd say maybe my worry would be what are some of the coping mechanisms that we need to adapt so that we are able to go through the motions in a sort of guided and peaceful manner. Because at the end of the day, we're going to come out of this period. I, I think the president said by 6th June, we might be, you know, let out from the lockdown. So I'm wondering, how will we then cope with being released? And how can we now that we're still within the period, continue to cope. What are some of those coping mechanisms that you might want to share with us? Loco, <laughs> you stated matatu. My head went straight to manyangas. <laughs> I miss the drama. I miss the vibrancy. I miss the psych of Kenyans. I miss the psych of, you know, those moments that you have every single day that you've taken for granted, you've had fun with, blah, 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 your normal daily life, and now it's so different. I totally get you. <laughs> and the coping mechanisms, I'd say it's totally dependent on you as a person because we are all different. What works for me won't work for you, but we are all looking for something, you know some way to deal with all of this the mental implication how do we turn that around personally i do it by reading a lot of meditation a lot of yoga keeping my mind busy even when i'm working when i'm studying anything it's because you know idle minds are the devil's workshop it's just bringing in value I, I think that's that's the one thing that I've improved on bringing in value inside my head keeping my head busy most of the time when I need breaks I take them taking care of myself having accountability partners and I'm so lucky that I get to have one of them as my co-host in a project that's beautiful you know people who'd could ask you what's the value that you're gaining after a month, after a week. Your your go-to people, you know, share ideas and build each other up. You know, people who'll ask you how's your mental state today. 
we have so much we're dealing with, but we have to also find a way to relieve all the bad that you're going through and to be seen again, if you get what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, and I'd like to hear more of viewers too. Changia, hapa <laughs> kwai combo. Toa ndugu, toa dada. I get what you mean. So, mchango <laughs> wangu would be that for me, coping mechanisms are quite similar to yours, but also I have taken a backseat. I have realized that I need to be less hard on myself and more understanding. I'm learning how to be more gentle with myself and my expectations because for me what covid has done especially being in an enclosed situation for so long is that it's made me realize that you know what there's nowhere to go you're here so what can you do with it so i've also you know picked up a couple of things to take my mind off a lot so if i'm not reading a book i'm watching um something that will benefit my mind. Yeah, I I'd say that also having a proper support system is obviously on point and um it's just important. I can't do yoga. <laughs> I can't stretch that much. I miss running. I I miss going for my runs. But right now just easy peasy exercises in the house. Um meditation for me comes from I'll either watch a preaching, listen to some gospel music or music generally, whatever genre that gets me in a good place, I'll listen to it and just, you know, ease in to the day. And I'm taking it easy on myself. I'm not, I don't want to get into that scenario where I'm all tough on myself. But yeah, that's it from from us, from... <laughs> from moko and we're very grateful for her input on the coping mechanisms and i hope you've also taken a few coping mechanisms with you to go along with and from out loud on the down low we really care about your mental space and we hope that you're taking care of it as well and whatever you might need you can comment on our instagram follow us on instagram at out loud on the down low underscore that's o-n-t-d underscore l but yeah that's it from out loud on the download till next time Pull up and up at the Phantom. Pull up and up at the BVB. Pull up and up at the Smurf. Pull up and up at the BB. Pull up and up at the Phantom. Pull up and up at the BVB. Pull up and up at the Smurf. Pull up and up at the Smurf. Swag straight through the ceiling. Matarongani Z. Swag straight through the ceiling. Matarongani Z. Matarongani Z. Matarongani Z. 125 to the city. 126 to the city.